Hello everyone, I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by Jennifer Campbell and Karen Corrigan, and this is Girls Talk Ag. Today's episode is brought to you by Grasshopper Mowers. Nothing gets in the way of hashtag mow day. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On mow day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there, on that grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mow Day and Grasshopper Mowers, visit grasshoppermower.com. And we're live. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Happy Friday the 13th. Oh, spooky. I guess I didn't realize that until just now. I can't remember the last time we had Friday the 13th. We are officially in oh, May. Oh, damn it. Is today uh, Friday the 13th? Why yes. did you have to say Maybe that? Maybe we shouldn't have told people. You shouldn't have told me. I had no clue. <laughs> well, well, I already locked myself out of the house, so there's that. <sighs> Yesterday was my Friday the 13th. Maybe today will go better. <laughs> maybe you will so before we get too far away before we get to some updates i do want to share today's episode is brought to you by grasshopper mowers um with grasshopper mowers nothing gets in the way of hashtag mow day so it looks like my yard needs to be mowed but that can be put off for a while because we are in planting mode is that right mm-hmm. finally well I can't believe we've actually gotten started. I, we waited and waited and waited. And then when we started, I was like, why did we want to do this? But, you know. And technically, I mean, it is only May 13th. So most people aren't really behind. But I know it feels like it in some years because you get to start planting in early April. But I think we got a nice heat wave the last two days. Oh, so yes. it did feel like we went from winter last week to summer this week. Yeah. But I, I do know like- there's still a lot of people underwater. So hopefully those fields um, clear off pretty quick and they are able to plant sometime soon. I feel like we went from uh, March to July 20th weather-wise. Yes, it was very, very hot at the third and fourth grade track meet yesterday. That was cool. And it wasn't just the heat. Right there. The humidity was crazy. Yeah, it felt like July, August. I agree. So we'll get, we'll get back. I believe we're supposed to be back in the 70s this week, and I'll take it because I still have a lot of things to do outside, and I don't want the humidity to get in the way of that. So, Jennifer, how is planting going? Is it going pretty smoothly, or is is it off to rough start? You know, I don't know. It, it's all perspective, and you just got to keep control of your perspective, I think. we. Um, this is day three. Is that right? I feel like I've lost track. How can you lose track in three days? Day three, Chris is kicking my ass on corn. I... I don't know why I'm having so much trouble. Uh, we got the planter lined out. Cole did that for me and helped me out. And I planted um, 48 acres yesterday. Beautiful. Went to my next field. 
crushed my control harness. And so, yeah, so my, my control rate wouldn't, wouldn't work. My section control or nothing. Chris, the coal, coal came over and had to splice like 10 wires back together in the field. He was not happy with me, but he never did yell. So, um, got that field finished late last night and, and, um, I got the, I got uh, Doug running the land all over the field today. I'm hoping to get in over a hundred acres today, but the rate I'm moving. Are you currently planting right now? I am not. Um, I am filling the planter. I actually stopped because you can't hear anything while I'm filling the planter. I got the planter out and I'm topping it off so that um, once I start planting, I can uh, keep going. Mm-hmm. And not stop. Karen, what are you hearing from um, farmers just around your area or just well, in general, I, I guess? Most people are going in most areas. There's still some wet fields farther north. Um, I have a feeling come this next few days, we might have a lot of hoe sightings out in the neighborhood. So keep your eyes out for those here and there. Um, the heat, we were wet, and then the heat is going to form quite a bit of a crust on the soil. So there should be some rotary hose out there busting up some stuff, I think, to get some of this corn to come through. Mm-hmm. Still questionable, but the last couple of days kind of big things off. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. It always, yeah. It's always interesting. Oh, never a dull moment, right? It's always something, as we've said beforehand. I know um, Minnesota got quite... The bad weather within the past couple of days. I saw on Twitter there's a lot of a lot of destruction that happened from that weather. And I know in my area tonight we're supposed to get storms. Um, we could use the rain. It is very dry, um, but I would not want anything else but rain. To be honest, um, my backyard feels squishy. I don't, you know, I don't want to say we don't need rain, but I, I don't want rain right now. Our ground conditions are just getting, just getting good. Um, like we're planting, but Chris is one of those people who likes to wait for ideal conditions on the whole field. And I'm like, we, we finally got to go and we are, and it's planting nice, but I, I don't, I don't need anything pounding that seed in the ground or crusting it. Oh, I've uh, talked to uh, several that have left holes in the field where they, the wet the wet areas just weren't drying out, but they felt, too, that they needed to get started because they just have a lot to do. I agree. Fingers crossed. We have not, in the past three days, we have not to, had to leave any wet holes or, or I think planted anything that was overly questionable in a wet spot. Uh, we finally, not us personally, but there's finally some corn up around us. Um, it's not ours, but... Um, it's weird to to be May thirteenth and just now seeing corn that you can make out the rows. Mm-hmm. Same here. Um, I know that the and I'm going to give a shout out to the retail guys out there because of course I have my son in law works at Helena and my daughter works at Helena and um, my middle is now working at Premier Co op for the summer and those poor guys are freaking slammed. I mean they got guys calling them saying you know. I need my fertilizer because I need to plant. And they've been in the same situation we've been in. It's just been too wet. Um, I think everybody needs a freaking prayer right now. A lot of wind, too. It's been windy 
I think this is the first day I've seen the trees and the branches be calm, but it's been windy here this past week, windy and hot. Yeah. Chris got actually at the beginning of the week, Chris got, I mean, he just, he just, he sprayed nonstop trying to get, um, all our burn down on. Cause we hadn't even had a chance to get burn down on. And, um, so he did that. Uh, what? I didn't hear it until last night. Chris told me the giant dust storm in West Iowa. Uh, I thought it was in parts of Nebraska I saw it from, but yeah. And then the wind storms, I believe, were across South Dakota. So there's been some crazy weather in lots of different places. Yeah, those pictures, um, can't remember who they were. I'd give them a shout out, but... Um, pictures of that dust cloud rolling in that's that's some creepy vibes right there i can't mm-hmm. even i mean i can't stand getting dusty filling the plants or i can't imagine just being slapped with a wall of it yeah it's it's always a weather story after another one between what was happening up, going out what was happening up north and then to the east, it's it's like we said earlier, it's never a dull moment. There's always something going on. It's always something. Well, and yesterday um, was pretty hazy in the heat and humidity. And the local um, the local weather out of Peoria said part of that was some of the smoke from the wildfires, too. So those are still well, happening us. So throughout New Mexico and then parts of Colorado. So that was blowing in while we were at it, too. So good so time. Look- Looking forward, do the weather condition do the weather conditions look optimal for planting or well they did the rain was supposed to be more widespread for the next couple of days, but now they've pulled back and said it's gonna be scattered. So I think it'll just kind of depend on where you are and what mm-hmm. fields are. But it is only May thirteenth and we have had some really stellar corn yields come out of the first week of June. But obviously, you know, planting the weather at planting is one thing, but we still need the weather for the rest of the year too. So, but we can make some mistakes right now that could harm us for the rest of the season. So as they kept saying yesterday at the track meet, make good choices, kids, make good choices. (laughs) My driver's ed teacher told us that in high school. (laughs) Well, they were telling the kids yesterday they were, they had like found a faucet or something. And so some of them were getting wet and they were like, make good choices. And I'm thinking, and I actually, I said it out loud because that's the kind of mom I am. I said, are we really making a good choice? Just being out here in this heat in general with these children. Right. Exactly. Did you guys see the WASDE come out yesterday? Did you have any thoughts about USDA trimming the corn yield and the winter wheat estimates? I only thought about it. I was a little bit uh, wrapped up in the track meet and wrangling a bunch of third graders, but. I did not see it. So they've cut down the winter wheat. Uh, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't Ours, not that we have a lot to affect the WASD, but ours looks like shit. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. Um, it's come, it's come a long way and we're gonna, we, we, we did give a brief thought to abandoning it. Um, and it did start heading out yesterday, but man, we, we planted it. I forget what date in October, close to the 15th, I think. And, uh, it got pounded rain on and, um, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the best weakness ever. How about that? Weakness. That's what I was thinking. So the USDA did estimate that winter wheat production will drop 8% this year due to drought in the plains. And the corn dropped to 14.5 billion bushels, a drop of 4.3% from last year. And they are saying this due to the very slow start to this year's planting in the major corn-producing states. And I just said we've had some awful good corn yields come out of the first week. (laughs) Don't give up is Karen's motto. Yes. We're still early and things can happen, but if you can price good and make some good money, then by all means, do it. Well, there was other big news. I don't know if you guys saw it. Karen and I live here in Illinois. Jen, I'm not sure if you saw too much about it. It was up in northern Illinois. President Biden visited an Illinois soybean farm that is not this north. week. That is like eastern Think- Illinois. Kinkakee is still, like, northern to me. What did he do that for? Well, he visited to reassure farmers that they're doing everything they can to support them is basically the gist of what I got. Um, Yay! A bit about conservation stuff, too. What was that? I thought they were talking a little bit about some conservation programming also. I haven't read anything about that. I just saw of the plan of action he was proposing to do. I know there were several, well, I shouldn't say several. There weren't tons of people there, but um, some of those who were there got uh, lambasted by Twitter for taking selfies with Biden. Although I have to say, if I was standing next to a sitting president, I'd probably take a selfie too, regardless of what party they were in. Why does it matter? I I saw something about that too. What? Who cares? What's it matter? There what, are what, what, were, people on Twitter this week. <laughs> were they mad because he's a Democrat and they? I I don't understand. Are you're not supposed to post a selfie with the president? I guess I don't know the rules. No, they were just you know said that he hasn't done any ag. Has he hasn't done ag any favors and. Obviously, they were more than likely Trump voters, so there's still some bitter whatever. Oh, it's politics. It's all yeah. politics. I, I'm I'm not saying I'm a Biden fan, but he is the sitting president, so show some I respect. Number so. one, I mean, show some respect. Number one and number two, you know, whatever. What's it matter? I don't know. You don't have enough shit to worry about if that's your biggest concern. <laughs> I saw from Holly Spangler that there were snipers um, atop the grain bins, yeah, on the grain legs, and that would that was a very interesting photo. I bet they could see quite a bit. Um, I, at the Farm Progress show when uh, George Bush, the younger George Bush, was president and was in Iowa at the at the show, so always fun. I guess I've, I don't, I've never heard president speak. Like in person, like, like in person. In front of you. Well, to be quite honest, I've probably never listened to one <laughs> on TV either, but no, never, never in person have I 
here's the three things he wants to do. Increase the number of counties eligible for double cropping insurance. Cut the costs for farmers by increasing technical assistance for technology-driven precision agriculture and other nutrient management tools. And double the funding for domestic fertilizer production. That's all great. I'm all for that. But is he going to get it done? Because, quite frankly, the man can't even remember what he had for breakfast. I also believe that was the some of the um, pushback on Twitter is making those announcements, um, wondering if he'll hold to that. But honestly, they were hoping for more. I mean, you're always hoping for more to do more. But did it really get to the really the pain points that people are having with higher fuel costs? Um, it's addressing fertilizer kind of, but like they want, they want something now, not six months from now or even a year from now. They want some relief now. And that didn't suffice in my opinion. I agree. Have really high prices at the moment too, that they can capitalize on. So he can't control all of that because it's part of the market. Um, but I do think, you know, there can be some work done on the tariffs for the fertilizer production and different things like that, but we can drive that would be so it just feels like there's no end in sight. And, you know, I've been hearing all week, it's just going to keep getting worse and that's not a good outlook to have. That's not a good attitude to have and people just want answers they want relief now I know that's not something you can just wave your wand and make it happen but I think people are tired they're they're worried they're afraid of what's still to come inflation down I mean that's not something you can wave a magic wand and have it you know suddenly yeah but and we're still kind of you know there's still a ripple effect from you know, production problems throughout the pandemic. And I mean, we're seeing that now, particularly with baby formula. I can't imagine, you know, not having toilet paper was one thing, but I can't imagine not having specialized baby formula if your kid really needs it. Well, and another article I saw this week is that the food costs jumped up again in April, especially in dairy and poultry and combined with still the avian flu that's going around like it's just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse and it's like well what do you what do you do with that what it's it's fresh it's frustrating to even the consumers too not just just not just the farming side Mm -hmm. i don't even know i'd be glad just to have a home-cooked meal and not fast food at 10 o'clock at night (laughs) Speaking the truth. Did you guys see the new Bush Light cans? The John Deere ones? Yes. I told my friend Anne, I said, it still doesn't make me want to drink beer. (laughs) I figure, I I was thinking about those this morning, funny, because um, I know I'm not an advocate because I didn't get anything from Bush Light, Bush in the mail. I didn't get a, I don't get hats or shirts or. Oh, I didn't even know that stuff out. Oh, yeah, I, I, it was on Insta, Instagram. There were several people that got, I just, you know, advocates I, get a lot of free stuff, and I'm just, just I over thought we here. Banned, I thought we banned that word one time. Yeah, probably. Maybe that's why I'm <laughs> bitching. 
No, I've seen people get those packages. I'm like, where the hell do I sign up? I know. How do you get that stuff? I'm like, I quit drinking beer. So I just want the can just to have, you know, like 20 years. Hey, I still have this cool can just to like for decoration. I wouldn't actually probably drink it. They are giving um, some money to some rescue farm rescue groups. Yes. Yes. Good sentiment. I mean, I like it. I mean, I if I saw a package, I would certainly buy it, even though I have no intention of drinking it. But when Bushlight first came out with the corn cans, it was the For the Farmers campaign, and people just did not like that slogan because they said it was just as cringeworthy as Think a Farmer. Like people are like, "Why do farmers need their own campaign um, to recognize the work they're doing?" And I'm just, I'm just, I'm just sharing what I have observed and heard from other people um so i don't i don't know what a regular consumer thinks of this i think it's just something cool to see and memorable it's a limited edition it's not like it's their whole market or it's their whole yeah it's going to be forever it's impossible to get every single person into a campaign i mean yeah it's you're not gonna please everyone what is it that you're not going to please 100% of the people 100% of the time? Yeah. I did see someone came out with a white claw and put Case IH's logo on it, like as a joke. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I, I did a field trial yesterday for Field View Climate, and all I wish is that they'd send out a care package preseason, like some aspirin and even a case of beer. Because emptying those boxes is a pain in the butt. Yeah. Which I signed up for it. Totally signed up for it. Like in March, I'm like, oh, that sounds like fun. Let's do that. And Chris is like, you'll regret that. And I'm like, no, I won't. This is going to be awesome. I regretted it. Yeah, like two months later. (laughs) Yeah. When it's 90 degrees at 10 a.m. and you're emptying boxes by hand and cleaning out seed meters, I'm like, this is a stupid idea. Yeah, you have hydraulic spinouts, Jen. Yeah. (sighs) I'll work on that. Chris Campbell, Karen's talking to you. Get out your checkbook. We only had a four-row planter, so it was a little bit easier for us. So are there any other feedback you've been hearing of farmers struggling to get inputs or we've talked, we addressed this kind of every single episode, but now that we are in actual planting season, planters are going, is there any other feedback you're hearing from anyone else? I don't know that we've had much problem. Um, of course, I've already given a shout out to, my girl Casey who is listening right now um have you guys had any shortages Casey trouble getting supplies you'll have to give her a mic I believe I did (laughs) this is our second time people we're trying to she she may be avoiding me she may hang up here (laughs) she's like nope and she leaves I invited her to speak, so I think if she accepts it, she can. I'm not sure. I know that that uh, we cut back just a tick on Roundup. Um, I think a lot of people did that, or they're using it more judiciously than they 
<laughs> I, I got a big no. She's not talking. <laughs> um, we cut back on Roundup. Um, because um, of the price. And, um, but I, I don't, I don't know if we'll regret that or not. I think a lot of people were just using it in different places. So they may not use it in the burn down. They might look at other options and then use, use it later and just kind of, or hold on to it till they felt they needed it and use it then. Um, but, you know, we have a long ways to go in our spring here. So it'll be, it's hard to say how it's going to go, but hopefully most people have secured what they're going to need for the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so. We, we, like I said, we got a late, we got in late trying to get the burn down on. And, um, so I, I, like I said, Chris doesn't let me touch chemicals, so I don't do that, but I know he did cut back on roundup. Um, I don't know that he had too much problem getting anything else supply wise, Price-wise is different. Supply-wise, though. Yes, I heard there's there's that people are able to get it, but they don't. The price is what's a right tearjerker right there. Yeah. Oh, anything else you guys would like to share um, of what's going on, what you're seeing, what you're observing, or any last thoughts? Let's talk about the guy who super glued his hand to the Starbucks counter protesting. The, the higher price of vegan milk versus dairy milk. Oh, my God. I have not even heard that, and I probably could have gone the rest of my life without her hearing that. I just I had to cut the hand how off. Did that, how did that end for him? I'm curious. I don't know how he got his hand off. I never heard that part. But I guess all the other protesters left, and it was just him and that guy because they were stuck to the counter. Um, but, I mean, it... it you know, if you want a qual- a high end niche product, it's obviously going to cost more than what your average um, regular product is going to be. So I just thought it was funny. And who super glues their hand to something? I mean, that's got to hurt to try and get that off there. So he was what? vegan himself. Oh yeah, he's like the honorary director of PETA. Mm. I just go to my local grocery store and make it myself. The honorary director of PETA. Come on, guys. Pull your head out of your ass. I'm sorry, but that's who's in charge? Someone who super glues their hand? Sorry. I'm a little salty. And he the star of successions. Super glued himself to the counter in New York, protesting the chain's surcharge on vegan milks. And see, I'm the opposite. If I go to Starbucks, I'm like, I want the 2% milk, please. Don't give me oat milk. Don't give me almond milk. Give me the dairy milk. And they just always give me a weird look. And I get whole milk, but I guess we don't have a Starbucks Fair Life. We have, I'm sorry, not Fair Life. We have Fair Coffee in our local town. But they want... Mm. And this guy are calling on Starbucks to stop punishing kind and environmentally conscious customers for choosing plant milks. PETA said that? Yeah, this guy, this James Cromwell guy, him and PETA. wonder if there's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Cromwell appeared to scrape the glue off his hand with a knife. <laughs> weapon. Lawyer. I hope that glue was made with animal byproducts. <laughs> That'd be an interesting Oh, God. Probably I was. Glue. I hope that glue was made with animal byproducts. That would be classic. 
Oh, apparently that'd be awesome. Eliminated the surcharge, but the Starbucks in the U.S. have not. Is there such a thing as vegan superglue? Cromwell was also nominated for an Academy Award for his role as the farmer in the 1995 film Babe. <laughs> what? Oh, jeez. That was the guy who superglued himself. <laughs> How messed up is that? <laughs> oh, my God. On that, I got to go fill the planner. This, oh, my God. Jeez. <laughs> Interesting news to leave your Friday with, folks. <laughs> so that's what's going on in egg. Yeah. Well, I'm everyone... gonna have to research vegan super glue now. <laughs> Google search of the day. Well, we hope everyone stays safe, planting. Be careful out there. Be patient as much as you can. Jennifer, what do you always tell people? Don't be a douchebag. I don't or that. Know. But what's Keep your head your... out of your ass. Be careful. I don't yes. know. <laughs> Be careful. It's... That's the nice words. I'm not used to using nice words. <laughs> it's printed on your back door, isn't it? It is. It is printed on my back door. Oh, my gosh. I just, yeah. <laughs> Be careful, guys, and have a really good day, honestly. Be yes, careful we... and have a good day. We wish you all the best. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. <laughs> have a good day, guys. See ya. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On Mo Day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there, on that grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mo Day and grasshopper mowers, visit grasshoppermower.com.